Welcome to the Exceptional Sales Letter Podcast with Darren Mitchell. If you're a sales letter looking to take your leadership to a whole new level, then this is the podcast for you. We'll be exploring tips, techniques, and strategies to help you take your leadership to the exceptional level and allow you to enjoy more money, more meaning, and better sales results. G'day and welcome back to the Exceptional Sales Letter Podcast on this beautiful Monday, the 16th of November, 2020. Trust you've had a really relaxing weekend and uh, got out and enjoyed the sunshine if you're in Australia and uh, hopefully if you're in the Northern Hemisphere, hope you stayed warm, although I have have seen some uh, some colleagues in the United States that uh, got some un, um, unseasonally warm weather in certain areas where it's normally cold. So trust you're doing well and looking forward to a really productive sales week ahead. Uh, in today's episode, I wanted to talk about uh, learning and the fact that leaders are learners. And the challenge is, as an exceptional sales leader, to become an awesome learner. Now, it's one of the things that um, I've always prided myself on is constantly learning. And every every client that I work with, every team that I work with, is always it's always a challenge that I place in front of them in terms of getting better today than they were yesterday and better tomorrow than they are today which presupposes that there's new things to learn and there's new information to gather so that we can not only be better at what we do in terms of our team, our performance, uh, just being a leader, but also what we can do in terms of paying it forward to other people, which really where it uh, where the rubber hits the road. Because one of the things that I've noticed a lot, a lot of people can learn stuff. And I alluded to this last week when um, when I was talking about an engineering degree that I did. And back in the day, there was a lot of people who were just perpetual learners, and they just went back and kept doing a degree after a degree after a degree, but they didn't necessarily use it in the practical sense. They didn't go out into the industry and apply the learning they got. So they were acquiring knowledge, but they weren't necessarily applying it, and therefore seeing the rubber really hit the road and and, uh, getting something tangible out of that learning. And that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about the fact that anything we learn, we need to be able to pay it forward as quickly as we possibly can. And uh, one of the examples that I, I used to love, I used to, I, hey, I used to play golf. I used to be a golf addict many, many years ago. And one of my favourite players, although um, this is going back a lot of years, uh, and he was always, or oh, probably old when I was playing golf. But Gary Player, who's probably one of the greatest professional golfers ever to walk the fairways, uh, used to have a saying, and, and he used to say that the harder that he works, the luckier that he gets. Now he was a shining example of. Not only the power of the daily activity, but he was uh, religiously refining his craft on a daily basis. And he became one of the greatest professional golfers of all time. But he understood that in order to continue to lead in his field and to remain relevant, he had to continue to evolve. And that evolvement meant learning new things, finding out what didn't work, finding out what did work, and learning new techniques, new approaches, so that he could gain the edge on his competition and therefore keep himself at the top of his game. And so this is exactly the same with leaders of today. If, if we are to remain on top of the game and ahead of the game and to remain relevant, then we've got to continue to evolve. And to do this, we've got to continue to learn. Now, there's a great quote here, a quote here from the American philosopher Eric Hoffer, and it sums this up beautifully. And he says, In times of change, learners will inherit the earth, while the learned will find themselves beautifully equipped to deal with a world that no longer exists. Now, the interesting thing about that is leaders know that one of their core responsibilities is to lead their people through change, and they also understand that they never really arrive, that there's always uh, a work in progress, and they are always a work in progress, and there's always another level to get to. They never, ever arrive. They also understand that if they stand still, even if they're on the right track, they will tend to get run over. So they're either green and they're growing, or they are ripe 
and they're rotting. And to remain green and growing, they understand that they must continue to learn. And the moment they stop learning is the moment they stop leading. So to a leader, learning really is critical and fundamental to our leadership, so much so that it becomes part of our leadership DNA. Now, I put a little brief uh, post on LinkedIn last night in, in relation to this and the fact that exceptional sales leaders are absolutely always le- learning and it's a lifelong commitment that they make to themselves. So as a leader, as a sales leader, how would you rate your level of learning aptitude and your appetite around learning right now? Because I can tell you, if we're not prioritizing learning and not making it the forefront of everything we do, then we will get run over. We will get taken over and we will get surpassed. And in the process, what will happen is our standing within the leadership community and how people see us will start to actually diminish as well. Now, I'm not saying go out there and learn all, all, all you possibly can and go and read books and do MBAs and all that sort of stuff. I'm not saying that at all. What I am saying is as a leader, we've got to be looking at little nuances, little pieces of feedback, little opportunities where we can learn something new and so we can increase and improve our leadership DNA so that our team can get better and we are on this never-ending and constant uh, constant improvement cycle. So how does a leader actually uh, make learning part of their leadership DNA? Well, how do we do this? Well, here's, here's how. There's, I'm going to give you eight thoughts in terms of areas where we can be learning uh, and, and include, incorporating this into your, into your daily activities is a surefire way of increasing your not only your confidence but your competence when it comes to leadership because as, as we've already talked about, exceptional sales leaders are always looking for the edge but they always know there's another, another level to get, get to and they're never ever going to arrive. So they've got this voracious appetite for learning new things and learning new perspectives because it only, it only means it enhances their capability of being more influential and in the process helps their team and helps facilitate their team getting better as well and doing exactly the same thing. So here are eight things that uh, that great sales leaders and exceptional sales leaders will do to underpin the fact that they are a voracious learner and a, a learner that never stops learning. First point is they learn from mentors. Now, leaders always seek out mentors who, first of all, they trust and who can teach them from wisdom and from their experience. They also surround themselves with key people, creating an inner circle or a mastermind group, if you like, who they trust implicitly and who they're able to share experiences, insights, as well as providing with meaningful and authentic feedback. And so one of the things I've always been told is, you know, if you're the smartest person in the room, you need to find another room and you need to find another group. So getting, getting around mentors, identifying people who you know you can learn from and challenging them, asking questions, getting feedback from them, will enable you to increase your capability and certainly help uh, underpin your leadership DNA. So this often enables the leader to fast-track learning and implement quickly. Because I've often said that if you can find somebody's long long path and learn from their long path and make it your shortcut uh, and avoid some of the mistakes that potentially they made, then that not only is going to help you in your leadership capacity and your, your leadership journey, but it'll also certainly help your team as well. So first point is they learn from mentors. Second point is they learn from past experience and from past performance. Now, what leaders are doing really well is they're always constantly reviewing their performance and the performance of the team. Now, when I say that, it's not looking at the numbers they're hitting and not hitting. It's really about what they're doing well and what they're not doing well. And so I often talk about the fact that as leaders, we should be sitting down each week and at least having a half an hour to ourselves where we're just reflecting on the week that's just been and thinking about what we did well and what we didn't do well, and also doing that in the team context as well in terms of what did our team do really well this week, what were some of the wins, but also where were some of the gaps that opened up that we need to focus our attention on next week 
to hopefully close those gaps and move forward in a, in a more positive stance. So leaders are constantly doing that and they'll consistently conduct that critical view of what worked well and what didn't work well. And so they can then focus their attention and prioritize what is it they're going to work on next week, what is it they're going to work on the week after so they can start and continue to build that momentum. So it's all about constant and never-ending improvement. Point number three is they are voracious readers and researchers. They're always curious and always searching for new information and new insights that they can immediately apply in order to improve not only their leadership, but also their effectiveness and therefore the effectiveness of their team. They'll often be reading many books at a time and uh, making copious amounts of notes and constantly researching topics so that they can stay ahead of the game because they understand that in order for their team to learn, and to develop, they must stay. They must also also show the way because one of the key understandings and mantras, if you like, or philosophies that a, a, an exceptional sales leader has is that their team's development will be hindered by their own personal development because it's as it comes back to the old law of the lid. Our team can't uh, be developed any further than we are as a leader being developed as well. So uh, they have to stay ahead of the game and therefore they're always reading, always researching, always looking for new new ideas, new ways of doing things. So point number four is, as I said before, they, they make this a lifelong commitment, which means they've got a daily discipline of learning. They understand that where the focus goes, the energy will flow and what gets scheduled actually gets done. So for that reason, they're actually committed to making learning a part of their daily agenda and they never, ever miss. And they'll schedule at least one hour a day, uh, and I call this sometimes the hour of power or half an hour of power, that is dedicated to learning. And this is a commitment that they hold seven days a week, 365 days a year, because it's non-negotiable and this becomes a habit. And so when they do that, it becomes so habitual that they, if they think about missing it, they just can't. And so one of the things I've done this year, for example, and I've said this a number of times, is on the 1st of April this year, I said, right, I'm going to record a podcast every day, every weekday, uh, without fail. And so far, I've been doing that. So I think this is uh, episode 161. So 161 days in a row, weekdays, I've recorded thoughts on a podcast, which hopefully is adding value. So this is a form of learning. So whether you're reading books, listening to audios, listening to podcasts like this, it's the discipline around getting better and learning because what I'm learning, I'm paying forward to uh, listeners who are listening to this podcast. So uh, maintaining a daily discipline of learning is absolutely critical. And again, this is what separates the exceptional sales leaders from their competition. Point number five is uh, exceptional sales leaders, great leaders and great learners, they learn from their mistakes. They understand that they're not perfect and nor do they want to be, right? They know that from time to time, they will make an incorrect call and get something wrong. Now, rather than dwell on it and criticize themselves, I'll analyze it, analyze and think about where they went wrong, identify the lesson and the error, uh, and then seek to ensure that that mistake is not repeated because they know that their leadership is growth is based on facing challenges and learning from their mistakes. And funnily enough, I had a conversation with a client today who was sharing with me he made a mistake uh, with a with a potential client as well, and unfortunately sent an email back to this particular individual that he didn't intend to and it went to the wrong person and it was misconstrued, but it was a mistake. He he learned from it, he owned it, uh, he got straight on the phone and actually attempted to rectify it and explain it. And hey, thanks, thankfully the relationship is all good and they've, they've, um, they've been able to move forward. But uh, 12 months ago, he said to me today that he would have actually uh, either pushed that under the carpet or somehow got really defensive and in some cases aggressive 
uh, to that particular individual, even though he recognized that he made a mistake. So great leaders will always learn from their mistakes. And the other thing as well is they're not afraid to make mistakes because they know that they're either winning or they're learning. And the only way to develop is actually to get outside of your comfort zone and, of course, as we know, make mistakes. So they, they do that really well. The other thing they do is, point number six, is they learn from their successes. Now, it's as important as, as it is to learn from the mistakes, they also, leaders also understand that it is so critical to learn from successes. And this is one of the reasons why I'm so adamant on getting reflection time as a leader to make sure that they're really dialed in on what's working and what's not. And particularly when it comes to reflection, too many people, and this is a human trait, we tend to focus on the negative. So we need to develop, the, I guess, the aptitude and the discipline around always thinking first about what we did well and looking at what was successful and really honing in on that. So what was it that led them to be successful? What was it? Something specific or was it a, con- a combination of things? So really knowing this enables us to rinse and repeat, to replicate that success and find find a path for others to follow. So if you find what works, identify what elements made it work and repeat it. Just do rinse and repeat, rinse and repeat, rinse and repeat. And then when you do that, you can actually teach that to others and hopefully the cycle will repeat itself. So make sure you learn from your successes. Point number seven, great leaders who are learners, they learn from their people. They just because they've got a leadership position, just because they've got people reporting to them, doesn't automatically mean that they know more than their people. So leaders understand that they don't need to know it all, and nor do they want to, nor should they. So great leaders will always encourage and they'll empower their people, and they'll leverage off their specific knowledge and experience so that the entire team can prosper. In fact, fantastic leaders, exceptional leaders, when they're building a team, they'll make sure that they've got different qualities in that team so there's a combination so that all bases are covered in terms of strengths and also gaps, uh, particularly when it comes to gaps that a leader themselves have as well. Making sure you bring people in who have strengths in areas that the leader is not so strong in is a great way to build capability, but also a great way to learn from the people within your team. Because the, the great leaders understand that the old cliche as it goes, that the rising tide will lift all boats which only benefits the team, but also benefits the business and can also add another dimension to their leadership. So always looking at how you learn from your people is a key, key attribute. And the final point, point number eight is, uh, great leaders learn to pay it forward and they know that they're paying forward. It's one thing to have the knowledge, it's another thing entirely to either keep that knowledge and use it as something to, uh, as if somebody has to prize it open from you, or it's another thing entirely to openly give it away and pay it forward. And that's what great leaders do. They actually pay it forward and they understand that the criticality of passing it forward is is so important because it helps the, the people in their team develop. It helps them, them grow their capability and also grow their effectiveness. But just let's think about it because I've had so many examples in the you know, over the last well, last ten or so years where I've worked for people or been in the in the company of people who thought that having knowledge, learning something and keeping it from their team was somehow elevating them higher on the leadership scale and therefore making them more quote unquote wanted. Uh, it's not the case. Great leaders know that to hold on to learning and not to pay it forward is actually quite selfish and will undermine their leadership. So it's actually through the sharing knowledge and experience that will enable the team to develop and grow and ultimately underpin a successful team. So here's a question for you. As as a leader, as an exceptional sales leader, are you a voracious learner? Do you make learning a priority right now? And have you committed to learning as part of your daily leadership agenda? And if the answer to that question right now is a no, remember this. As we said earlier in this episode, learners will inherit 
the earth. So all it takes is a decision and all it takes is a commitment each day to allocate a period of time to learn. And if you do that, not only will you uh, improve your own capability, but you'll certainly improve the capability of your team. So that's the challenge for you today and that's the challenge for you this week is continue to look for opportunities where you can learn. Uh, learn from experience, learn from others and take take note of those eight, eight key areas that we just talked about. And of course, a reminder to jump on my calendar and go to leadwithdarren.com. Pick a time that suits and I'll give you a call. If you are focused on and committed to taking your sales leadership to the exceptional level and in the process enabling your team to do exactly the same thing and grow those sustainable and replicable results. Look forward to having a conversation with you about what that program may look like for you. So until next episode, focus on what what did you learn today? What uh, are you looking to learn today? And what are you going to learn tomorrow? Make that decision because making that decision will not only take you outside of your comfort zone, it'll move you one step closer to being that exceptional sales leader. All the best. Thank you for listening to the Exceptional Sales Letter Podcast. I trust the information in this episode has been helpful in your journey towards becoming exceptional. And remember, please take the time to rate the show, subscribe to the show so other people can find it, But also, if I can help you, jump on my calendar, go to leadwithdarren.com and let's have a conversation about how I can help you along your journey to being exceptional.